What's up, everybody? It's Andre Iguodala from the Golden State Warriors here. It's my pleasure on behalf of New Amendment and the Point Forward podcast to invite you all out on Friday, March 10th to Beyond the Big Ten live recording taking place at Over Under Sports Bar in Lincoln Park, Chicago. That's Friday, March 10th at Over Under from 3 to 7 p.m. Look forward to catching y'all there. What's up, everybody? Thanks for joining us again. Join with my boy, Derek Elston, baby. I'm your host, Christian Watford. Tune into another episode of Ball from Assembly Hall. <laughs> brought to you by New Amendment. Derek, what's up, baby? This is a good week last week. Hey, See what? Hey, wee, wee. it was a big week, baby. Ali, and I know all the fans listening out there. Uh, you know, we're going to get into it. We're going to jump into it. Uh, I know you're going to take care of that. But boy, oh boy. I don't care what happened before. All I'm focused on is the right now. Talk to and me, I'm man. How was the atmosphere it? in there? Oh, man. So, yeah, my uh, my wife and I went to the game. It was actually, right. uh, you know, shout out to Parker Geneva, man. She was an absolute monster. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Shout she, out to we Parker. We took her in. She, shout out to Parker, baby. She had her headphones on, and she just, the atmosphere was just unbelievable, which I can't lie to you. It had me paranoid. It had me the anxiety was through the roof because I've seen her in smaller situations freak out, but she was yeah, absolutely having the time a, of her life in there. She's a gamer, bro. And she's a gamer. She's, you know? she's a gamer, man. That, it's exciting to know that now I can start taking her to games religiously. Right. Um, but man, just, I tell you what, see, we, we've had some serious environments come through there for us. Uh, mm-hmm. I've been on some coaching staffs when Carolina came in um, my first or second year playing that environment was ridiculous. When I tell you I was standing at the beginning of that game in a full body chill, nothing like it, bro. Nothing, nothing I, like I, it, bro. I already know. I I'm hate serious. I couldn't make it, man. Nothing like it. Man, I hate I couldn't make people, it, but I know and, it was a crazy in there. A crazy environment, and what was even better was there were some big names behind that bench. Big yeah, names yeah. behind that bench, oh, yeah. and and you gotta as a recruit, you gotta look at that and just be like, this is gotta just love that. unbelievable, unbelievable. Gotta love that. I seen, I mean, yeah. I seen Jr. Smith shout out uh, Coach Woodson on Twitter the other day. Absolutely. So that's big time, bro. You know what I'm saying? Anytime you got a former former NBA player, former NBA champ shouting out Coach Woodson, man, that, that, that tell me, you Huge. know, we did the right decision, we made the right decision Huge. going forward, man. So that's big, especially for recruits, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And everybody wants to be a part of something like that, be a part of the association and, and you know, move on to the next level. So it's big, bro. But we're going to jump right into it, man. We got a, we got a big, big episode um, that we're dealing with right now. We're going to start off with the, you know, nobody really cares, bro, because it's all about, it was Purdue week. Nobody really cares. Yeah, it was but, Purdue week. I you know. know what I'm saying? We're going to talk about the Maryland game a little bit. Um, you know, I'll just give my thought, my, my thoughts on it. I know, um, you know, Jalen struggled a little bit. Yeah. Um, I think that was the main thing of the game, bro. Really, I just remember Jalen struggling a little bit. Uh, you know, he looked like a first-round pick the game before. Um, that game yeah. he struggled, but that's all part of it. That's part of being a freshman, you know what I'm saying? And they, like you said, we got some of the best coaches in the country in the Big Ten, bro. So I think it, um, you know, it, it, it hurt him, but we moved forward. And uh, what you thought about it? Yeah, I mean, like you said, it was it was pretty much all eyes on Jalen that game. I, I think, mm-hmm. you know, we started the game off pretty well. I mean, we were knocking down shots. Miller Cobb started the game with five quick ones, uh, right. and that's always nice to see. But at the end of the mm-hmm. day, you know, when Trace does his thing, um, you know, you got to have some help because, you know, we I could jump forward to Purdue this whole entire episode. But I think right. you saw in that game that Trace, you know, he had ended up with 18 and 10 or 11, uh, but he needed help. And like you said, Jalen looked like a freshman, and that's right. what it came down to. He, he was one for 14 from the field, never really got it going. Um, you know, I will say, you know, um, in defense uh, to Maryland, you know, once that crowd gets into the game and and they realize they had a big lead that they got, um, you know, it's hard to get out of that. You, you kind of feel like you're in a rut, especially when you have Jalen shooting the way he shot. Our guards just all around. I mean, Trey was bad. Uh, tomorrow was bad. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, we could talk about Jalen all episode, but just nobody really had it going that game. Right. Um, and it's just it, that's what made me really nervous about the Purdue game. And and like mm-hmm. I said, we'll jump into that here in a second. But when you see 
that type of play on the road after, you know, going five in a row and being in a winning streak. And then you see that one to a Maryland team that, you know, I think everybody realizes we can get, we could have beat that team. Um, but it made the Purdue game that much more nervous because when a guy comes one for 14, the game before it's hard to really, you know, it's hard to tell which Jalen you're going to get. Especially as a, especially as a freshman, bro, the, the ball that up and throw that away and move on to the next game. It's not easy as it, as it seems, you know what I'm saying? You go one for 14, right. bro, that'll, that'll be in your head. But I think we struggled a little bit with our consistency from our role players. You know how it is, bro. Tomorrow, been been up and down a little bit as far as his consistency. Yeah. And that's just part of being on the road. Um, it's going to be that way. Um, and I think, you know, I don't want to say we overlooked Maryland because I don't think we did that. I just think, you know, yeah. obviously as fans, as, as former players, we know when it's a rivalry week, we know what game we're looking for. And I, I know – I know the players feel that because we felt it when we were playing Purdue. You know what I'm saying? That whole yeah, week, no doubt, is all is is based on that, man. So I don't know yeah. if I said it, but this one is, of the this things is that, the X's and O's segment. I just wanted to put that out there. This is the X and O's segment. So keep going. Yeah. So one of the things that um, you know, when I was there on coaching staff, and I was there for five years, and there were some things that you know I thought that you know I obviously you take a little bit of. Um, bits and pieces from every coach that you're around. And one of the things that I really took away from Archie, which, you know, Coach Cree never really did, you know, mm-hmm. good, bad, ugly, amazing. Coach Cree would always, you know, he would dice it up and he would make you dissect it and he would look at things that you never thought you would look at. Uh, but Archie kind of did the, the opposite. And, you know, one thing that I think would have paid dividends uh, with this team in terms of the Archie staff was, to be honest with you, see, that was one of those games where, Every film session that you watch, you're going to get something from it. But when a guy goes one for 14, do you really need to watch that? Now, I don't know. Fans will, fans will say, like, obviously, you got to watch the game and, and there's some highlights to be seen or, or some things that you're doing on defense that were completely missed or were wrong, whatever. But I think, you know, what Archie would right. do at times was when you played a game like that, you just, like you said, man, you, you ball that up, you throw it away, you don't show the guys. Jalen doesn't need to keep, you know, he, he doesn't need to relive the fact that he went one for 14 because that's never been him. That hasn't been him all season long. So there's no really point in showing that. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing that I would have taken away is like, obviously there's so much hype around the next game in Purdue that you don't need to keep living in this one for 14 moment. Trace did his thing. Uh, the point guard just had an off night. That's just what it was. It was an off night. So in, in terms of, of me running the ship, I would have said what they did. Like, you know what? Let's just ball this one up. We don't need to show these guys this. Uh, you know, obviously they know they need to work on their game a little bit, but um, let's just prepare for the next game. And, and, you know, whether that was said or it wasn't, this next game, boy, it paid off. Right. No doubt about it, bro. So we're going to go ahead and jump into that, man. Um, <clears throat> to it. Purdue game, the biggest game. <laughs> One uh, probably our biggest game, you know what I'm saying? Up to date so far. Obviously, we got number one coming into Assembly Hall. We're a ranked team. We was number 21, uh, big time, man. So, what you thought about it? You was able to attend the game. Um, so, so let me know what you think. Yeah, man. So, started off the game. Uh, me and a couple of my buddies, uh, we rolled in there and just from Jump Street, man. Uh, I mean, it is always like this, no matter what the Purdue ranking is or the Indiana ranking is. I mean, the la- the line to get into the building was insane. Uh, just walking around there, there was just oh, a different man, I, energy. I already know. Just <laughs> the start of the game, man. They they brought the red steppers out. They had the flamethrowers going. It was something that, like, man, we kind of need to incorporate this into yeah. every game just to get these guys to back us. Um, but just, right, right, right. I mean, it was it was crawling, man. We got there a little early, and so we were able to you know mm-hmm. watch both teams work out before they got back and got dressed and just. I mean, Purdue, I'm not going to lie, see, Purdue, I mean, the way they work out, how focused they were, I, you just knew from the get-go that this was going to be an extremely, extremely tough game. Um, but, man, I mean, how, how do you how do you break down something that you were just – I mean, I was in there just losing my mind. I, I was excited to see our guys come to right. play, and, and the defense was just incredible, man. That first-half defense was just unbelievable. Huge. And – Huge, a little bit Huge. of me wonders, like, you know what? I get it that it's Indiana-Purdue and they're number one. 
But, mm-hmm. you know, if you just play with that type of energy to start any game, where would we be right now? That's my question to a lot of the fans. It's like, what do you guys think that, that this no team doubt. would be had you come out and played that energy? And you get all over Twitter and you look at what everybody's saying. And, yeah, we blew a 15-point lead again or whatever it was. But it's the number one team in the nation, man. And it's Purdue. Man, they're, that's the they're riding the coattails of Zach Eady. <laughs> yeah. They're riding the coattails of you Zach know? Eady, who's 7'4". Yeah. It's like that eventually they are going to take a little breath, a little breath, excuse me, and they're going to start to figure it out. And in the second half, that's what it was. But, man, the start of that game was just so exciting. That environment was insane. Right. It's kind of like, to me, it's kind of like, you know, in 2013 when, when Kentucky was number one and they came in there. You know, we was up. The intensity was crazy. We was up in that game. And, you know, when you're playing a number one team, bro, it's only a matter of time before they make a run and, um, yeah. you know, come back. And that's what that's what they did. And we was able to, you know, we was able to win that game. But I'm just saying, like, I don't think nobody expected. I didn't expect to blow Purdue out. I mean, they're number one team for a reason. No, um, they're right. still number one in the team. That tells you. That tells you that you know the 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 AP polls and stuff like that didn't really count that loss against them um, too bad. You know that that doesn't mean they're they're still a great team. You know what I'm saying? If I had to say that, but what I do want to talk about, um, you know, obviously we started the game like you said, we started the game great defensively. Um, I liked uh, Coach Woodson's uh, game plan. I think I think yeah. the first half we showed that we're an athletic team. Uh, we were flying around. Uh, we just looked – they didn't look comfortable. I mean, I'll talk about it, bro. They didn't look comfortable at all yeah. the first half, bro. Like, we just looked way more athletic than them. Uh, you know, besides the – obviously, you got Big Edie in the middle. Uh, he's going to negate a lot of that. But, you know, guys were flying around. Um, Trace kind of took it personal, I think. You know, that 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 game, you know, obviously him getting in yeah. – getting in the, um, no doubt. I think Giles' face or whatever, you know what I'm saying, got in his face a little yeah. bit, kind of pumped up the yeah. crowd a little bit. All that's good, though, bro. I think, you know, I did it. I did it when I was playing, bro. I think it's all good. I think it gets us going. But I do like our, I do like what Coach Woodson did, bro. Him, I think we just kind of went into that game knowing Edie's going to get his, you know, and we're going to focus yeah. on everybody yeah. around him. We're going to take everybody else away. We're going to make it hard on everybody else. I think he ended up with 33 and 18. But, bro, did we guard everybody else and we really did what we needed to do? That's that's the thing. I think I think that team is so good and they base everything around Edie and everybody spends so much energy and attention trying to stop him that when you do that, he's such a good basketball player. He's not just this fun or he's not just this one dimensional player. He passes the ball so well. He's got such mm-hmm. a good touch around the rim that that's the reason why a lot of these Man, teams are struggling against this. It's crazy. Right. And so a lot of people struggle. And I said this a couple of weeks ago. See, I said, if the guy goes off for 30, well, then they have 30 points. It's it's the right. other pieces around him that go off. And, you know, the exact opposite with Jalen hood Shafino, the game before, Mason Gillis shoots and makes mm-hmm. nine threes. He makes nine threes the game before. Right. So uh, this I've team can hit yeah. you from yeah. – Yes. This team can hit you from so many different angles – and like you said, I think it was uh, uh, real personal with Trace. Um, you know, like I said, uh, the Maryland coach, uh, I said this in the last episode, the Maryland coach uh, said that, you know, he thinks Trace is, is the, the best player in the Big Ten. I've seen it. Right now, yeah, he would taking, take him he's over. Taking Trace over Edie. More dominant, yeah. 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 So a little bit of me was hoping to see what I saw a little bit in the game. It wasn't all the way through. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I was hoping Painter said, well, let's find out. And those dudes went. Those dudes right. went to battle against each other, and it was just it, it was just one and of those lived things. Lived up to where the hype, I tell you that. Lived up to the hype, man. They they both played because a lot of times you get into these <laughs> games and those two kind of they kind of neglect each other. Like it's it, both of them have a bad game. Both of them get in foul trouble. You don't get to see a lot, but this was no holds barred, and both of them played phenomenal. But I think we had a better supporting cast and. You know, no no fault to Purdue, but we just made their freshmen look like freshmen. I mean, Trey Galloway's defense was absolutely incredible. They couldn't stop this little floater he's got. Incredible. He got this floater out of nowhere. It's just we yeah, had bro, dudes he just, he all just, around. He just throw that thing up he's, there, man. He's kind of flicks it up there and it goes in. But I think uh, the first half was huge yeah. for us getting that lead we did because, like you said, you know, Purdue eventually is going to come back into the game and they're going to start hitting shots and Foster Lawyer got on there a little bit in the second half, but 
uh, Braden Smith was was a, a no factor in the game, and I think that was really big for us. Right, Mason no Gillis, doubt. no factor. Trey Kaufman, no factor. So mm-hmm. for us to play defense the way we did, and um, you know, give it to Trace, man. I, I think Trace in the double team, he played so well, not just giving the ball up, kind of waiting to see. And Caleb first would mm-hmm. come over to double. He would kind of back him out to three. Caleb would leave one on one. Boy, the guy, was, would, the guy had so man, many dunks. About, oh my god, man! <laughs> I'm talking about he was he was right on for doing that, bro. I mean, he sent that double. He figured that thing out, bro. He he bagged that thing out and he attacked downhill. And boy, it was it was tough. It was still a tough cover, man. So, also think we was able to turn him over, bro. Uh, not a lot of teams have been able to turn Purdue over. We won the turnover game. We scored the most points off turnovers. That was huge, bro. And I know a lot of that got to do with, obviously, Assembly Hall and just how loud and just the communication part yeah. of it uh, for the opposing team. But I think, you know, we should hang our head on that, bro. Like, we, we, we did what we needed to do. We dominated the paint. Um, we shot more free throws Absolutely. than them. That's another thing. It was huge, you know? Yeah. Obviously, yeah. I, 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 a lot of this stuff has to do with being at home. But, man... I wouldn't mind seeing that matchup again, bro. I mean, I, they got us on the – course, he got us on the same side. We're a sixth seed. I'll, Purdue's a one seed. That's going to be crazy, bro. We, we mess around and play them on the same side again. That'll be crazy. Uh, it'd be unbelievable. But, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know if you heard the post game um, from either team, but, you know, I think, uh, you know, Matt Painter mm-hmm. did a really good job in describing this battle with, with Trace and Edie. And I think everybody, obviously, all eyes were on those two. Uh, one thing about Edie, man, you just, you know, even he said after the game, you know, I didn't come out with the right energy and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. you look up, like, he had a he had a slow start. And then the next thing you know, you look up and he's got 20. Then he's got 28. Then right. he's got 33. And you're just like, man. how does this guy get it done? But he's just he's just one of those guys who's always around. You can't move him. But uh, to Painter's point after in the post game, he said, I've never seen a trace like this. Like usually trace, mm-hmm. you know, in the years past, kind of shy away from being physical at times. Um, and, you know, although Painter was really good at, at, at keeping Edie fresh, when he took Edie out of the game, Trace was just a monster, man. Trey Kaufman looked like he had no business being on the same court with him. Caleb first couldn't touch him if he tried. And they tried to double, and he would just eat. I mean, Painter said it. He said when guys guarded him or tried to come on the double, they were just bouncing off of him. Every time he would spin, he would Mm -hmm. go up for a dunk. He got some easy buckets in transition just running the court. Like, Trace was just a monster. And I think you're seeing this pattern of Trace realizes this is my last go at it. And so hop on. I'm going to take you guys as far as I possibly can. And everybody is buying into this whole trace has got it. We got to start doing what we do defensively to get our offense going. And it's just been, it's been a fun, what, three weeks? See, it's been fun, man. I know we dropped one to Maryland, but this has been a fun basketball team to watch. He's been to me, to me. To me, bro, Trace has been the best player in the in, in the most. I know he's been the most consistent, but he's been the best player, bro, consistent. all year long. Yes, and I think he's just yes. putting us on his back. He's just putting us on his back, bro, and he's taking us for a ride. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I like I said, I I know a lot of people was on Trace about you know obviously coming back to school and what else could he do and man, yeah. that boy is doing everything. You know what I'm saying? He's not only <laughs> like, very few people very few people can raise their stock as a senior, bro. Like you know what I'm saying? Like being in school yeah, that long. Right. Bro, he right. raising his stock. Like, if you don't see that, that this guy's just dominant, you know what I'm saying? I almost look like child's play sometime, bro, the way he yes. the way he just yes. dominates the game. You know what I'm saying? Not just scoring the basketball. He's passing the basketball well. He's getting out, running in transition. He's protecting the rim. He's doing so many great things for us, bro, and I don't think people really realize. The fans need to really realize what this guy's doing, bro. Don't take this for granted. No like, no we may kid. not get another trace, bro, you know what I'm saying, for, for a while. Because that that's not, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That's not normal what he's doing. And um, I think a lot of people need to take their hat off, bro, and appreciate greatness. You know what I'm saying? What, what he's doing right yeah, now. No, he's there's there's no doubt. There's no doubt. But even he said it. And, and, you know, I know Trace gets a lot of this credit, at, which it's well-deserved. But even him post-game, he said, listen, when, when my time here is over with, you know, we've got some young guys who are absolutely going to make this program stay the way I'm going to leave it. Caleb Banks, man, where does where has this kid right. been? This kid has come in, and it's not like he's just staffing the stat sheet, but like you're coming in and you're giving us nah. good quality minutes, putting up four, 
four points, four rebounds in the six minutes you're playing. Like this kid has come in and just been a serious factor. Malik has come in and just been, I don't want to say dominant because I don't think he has been dominant. He's had, to your point, a little bit of consistency issues, but you know that when that kid subs in, right. everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. So right. I, I think, you know, credit Trace for, for you know, keeping these young guys under his wing, kind of showing them the way. Um, and when you see your starter out there, like, see, when you're out there playing – and, and, you know, you obviously you hit the watch shot, but it was just day in and day out with you consistency. Like the guys who are coming off the bench, the guys mm-hmm. that are fighting me. I was fighting for your minutes. It's just it's when you see you this kid go out there and do that night in and night out. Like all you think about when it's practice time, when you're by yourself in the gym is like, I got to get better because I got to be like this kid. And you know what? I mean, recruits, no doubt about young it. guys on our team. They see this and they just think like, man, like. I want my name to be talked about like Trace Jackson Davis. But, yeah, man, I I, I don't know, bro. I, it was a tale of two halves um, playing Purdue, obviously. You know, they came back, like you said, like we've been talking about, they came back and cut the game um, and, and made it a game, obviously. But, boy, was Jalen Hood big for us down the stretch, man. I think he's just – I really think he grew up um, right in front of our eyes last game. You know what I'm saying? For him to be struggling – yeah. And him to just keep pressing and keep going and keep going and taking big shots, making big shots, and I think he, I think he really grew up, bro. I think he just got to t- got to the point where, you know, we're gonna win this game. I, I felt, I felt like he had that mentality, like we're gonna win this game. He's gonna keep driving the ball. I mean, a couple times he drove in there, Edie blocked it. He never got discouraged, bro. He kept kept playing. Yeah, we kept run- the same thing. I love, I love about Woody, bro. He runs the same action. Over and over when it's successful. And boy, we yep. were setting that screen and he was coming off the screen and he was, you know, whether he was taking the mid-range or uh, whether he was getting all to the goal, bro. And I think that was big for us. Uh, obviously, he made some big shots for us late down the stretch. And I think that was just huge, man. Just sticking to what we do, uh, doing it the best we can. I think we did that. Yeah, there's no doubt. When when Jalen Hood Shafino come off that down screen to start the game mm-hmm. and knock down that 15-foot right there when Edie's back in the lane, uh, comes in the – Need a little curl screen at the free throw line, knocks down his first jumper. I mean, that that just – I think that was kind of like a sigh of relief for the fans, especially me, um, you know, seeing that he goes one for 14 the game before the fact that he comes in and knocks down his first shot. And see, you know, man, this 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 rivalry, I mean, you know, Jalen's an out-of-town kid, so I know he's probably heard the stories and Timmy yeah. G's in the, in the training yeah. room just, you know, no doubt. hyping it up a little mm-hmm. bit, which I don't think there's any hype. I think it, it lives up to the hype every time, but – you know, he doesn't really know what this is all about. And, you know, a guy like Romeo, uh, his freshman year, man, is, you know, you almost feel like you never know what you're going to get from certain type of kids. And, mm-hmm. and you know, you can look at, you know, the, the Purdue freshmen and say, well, they were on the road and it was kind of like a deer in the headlights. Well, I mean, the same can be said for us. You know, this game, obviously, we're at home. Um, but when Romeo was in the building, and uh, he went to Purdue, it was kind of like the same thing. You know, uh, I mm-hmm. had a friend that was on staff at Purdue, and uh, after the game, I mean, we got waxed. And after the game, he sent me a text when I was on the bus riding back. He said, man, before the game, Painter put up on the on the uh, dry erase board who was guarding mm-hmm. Romeo, and there was an actual, like, argument. They had an actual argument because mm-hmm. certain dudes wanted to guard him. I don't know. Right. I don't know who was guarding him in the beginning, but everybody, you know, there was word that a bunch of guys were like, "No, fuck that! I want him. I want Romeo tonight." So, yeah. when you get that type of, you know, that type of rivalry game, when you come into a situation where it's this big of a rivalry, you never know what you're mm-hmm. going to get. Um, and so, the fact that Jalen came in and had what 14, 15 points. Um, it's just twelve of his it's 16 huge, man. in the second half, bro. You know what I'm he saying? Twelve of his sixteen. And he didn't so come out the points, game. Right. And so it just shows, like, as head. a freshman, as a freshman, Come this on, kid man. has matured right. way beyond his years. And, it, you know, man. for the future mm-hmm. of Indiana, the, the future is really bright. You know, granted, we need him to kind of stick around a little bit. So, Jalen, if you're watching, it'd be nice. Give us one more year, please. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, man, he was, he was dominant as could be, man. He was huge, bro. Fun I to watch. Seen, I seen Coach Woodson. I seen Coach Woodson saying, um, you know, he was asking for the ball down the stretch. You know, that's bro, as a as a freshman, you asking for the ball in that type of environment. 
Right. You know, that, that right. tells me there you got you got next level written all over you. And it also shows that we're 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 we're, we're getting better as a team. Like we ain't really folding. You know what I'm saying? A lot of yeah. teams can't finish, bro. I've seen, you know, bad teams be in that position and don't and don't win. You know what I'm saying? Just don't come out right. with a W, man. So it, it shows that right. we're getting better as a team, bro. We're not the same team we were, um, you know. In December, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying, like that. I think we have. I think guys know that we got a lot of that. We're gonna be a scary team in that tournament, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because we can, we can you. beat you. We can beat you a lot of different ways. Uh, we beat you up in the paint. We're a physical team. Uh, we play through. We play through each other, man. And if we stick together, bro, I think the sky's the limit for what for what we can do. I know we can get. You know, we we can go far in this tournament, bro. Not without a doubt. You know, there's. There's zero doubt about that. And right now, the reason why I like us so much right now, throw the Maryland game out. Mm -hmm. We are, you know, this is a saying, you know, you got to be playing your best basketball in February. We are by far playing our best basketball in the end of January, early February. Defensively, there's no doubt. Defensively, Mm -hmm. if we buy into how we just played, um, you know, we like you said, man. We are an absolutely nobody wants to see us in March if we're playing this nobody. way. There's, there's not a chance anybody looks at Indiana and says this is an easy one. And you know, no, you no. can look forward to, you know, the next game against Rutgers. And you know, there's been a lot of words being said about nobody's scared of Indiana. Man, if we're playing like this, we'll absolutely embarrass Rutgers coming up. <laughs> Yeah, I'll go on the record. I'll go on the record and say that. I don't care. Yeah. No, yeah. I know Talk we, that I shit, know we, That's uh, what I want to hear. Man, that's what I'm I want to hear. They got on me. They got on me about talking my shit. They got on me. Everybody okay. want to come at me when I said we weren't going <laughs> to lose no home games. Yeah, we on people's ass now. So I don't want to hear hey, that hey, shit. You know what I'm saying? It's my turn now. And, you know, this this game is just set up for just an absolute explosion game. And, and I know Rutgers is still fighting for a better seed in the tournament. Obviously, they're a tournament team, mm-hmm. uh, veteran-led. I mean, they've got one of the best defenses, which is – I mean, this is crazy, but Rutgers has got one of the best defenses in the nation. Not just the Big Ten, in the nation. Whoa. But I, no I, doubt. I, everything's lined up for us to absolutely smack them in the ass. Like, you've got a Trace who's coming off an unbelievable game. The environment in Assembly Hall, after what I just saw, is absolutely scary. And Trace has never beat these guys. Trace has never beat never. Rutgers. Like, Think like, about like, that for a second. He's always six. I know how he feel. I know how he feel, Derek. I was zero and eight. Yeah, we Wisconsin, do. So I can't really speak Wisconsin. on that shit too much. But speaking of that, let's go into the. We going. We might as well jump into it, bro. We are gonna go right into the scout report. We might segment. as well. Boom. We play Rutgers. We, we, well. we play Rutgers tonight. They beat us six fucking straight times in a row, bro. This shit ends tonight. <laughs> this is the last I'm, time. I'm serious. It's no more winning, bro. I'm sick of this shit. Like. Come on, man. 0-6. Trace deserves to win this game. I know he's going to put us on his back tonight. We're going to win this game tonight. I'm, I'm, I, man, I guarantee we're going to win tonight. <laughs> Ooh-wee. If you're a better. You know what I'm saying? Hammer, we owe them, bro. They just beat us. Hoosiers. Come on, bro. You know what I'm saying? They beat no, us hey, last time. Listen. Nah, it ain't happening listen, tonight. This is one of these matchups where, you know, the uh, who's the shot blocker? Amarone, Amarone. He's no, never yeah, um, ever, right. He's never stayed in this game. He gets in foul trouble every single time. Listen, I'll put I'll, I'll be the first one to get on here and, and put my foot in my mouth and apologize to every Rutgers fan, all the Rutgers guys that are doing these podcasts. I'll be the first one, but I just cannot see there being a hangover to the Purdue game. Now I I, I do bet we're tired, but I also think like we're starting to see the maturity of this group and. <laughs> I, I just I, – I don't see it, see what I, I don't see it. I can easily see this one being I a 10-15-point game. Like, they're giving yeah. up threes. We're hitting the three well right now. Um, Trace is Trace. Jalen's coming off a great game. Like, I don't know, man. Paul McKay, he, he's, he's really good, but I was watching that game with uh, uh, Brian downstairs in the coach's locker room a little bit, talking to him before mm-hmm. the uh, Purdue game. And I don't know what happened. He rolled over and rolled up under his hand or shoulder or something. So I don't know if he's going to be banged yeah. up for this game or not. Um, and and don't get him. Don't get me wrong. Like this Rutgers team is going to be. They're going to be ready to play. They're they're all saying down there like they're going to be ready. They're to saying play. the exact opposite. Yeah. Like let let's make sure Trace never beats us in his career. But man, like I just 
I don't see it. See, I, I just there's not a lot you can say other than like that offensively they're just not as good as we are. And I know defensively they are really good, but right now we're playing just so hot. I don't know how you stop this team. Well, well, I think the only way the only way we 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 let down in this game is the same way they beat us in, in when we played at Rutgers. Uh, they're out tough to us. They were more gritty. And I don't the yeah. way we've been playing, like nobody's been punking us lately, bro. So I don't really see right. you know, as long as we match those guys' intensity, um, I feel like we're gonna win this game. They got a lot of guys that's capable. I know all those guys are kind of interchangeable. Uh, they got some good role players, some 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 good pieces they need. But bro, if we match their intensity, you know what I'm saying, and we be and it's no and we be tough, Rutgers won't have a chance. And I think yeah. I think that's what we're gonna do tonight. That's what that's that's where we've been trending. Um, it's a home game. I feel good about it. I, I, I just don't feel like we're going to lose this game, bro. Nah, me neither. Uh, I just, like I said, man, I could say it over and over again, but I just, I don't see it. Uh, you know, Woodson's out there talking about the maturity of this team. Uh, a lot of more guys, a lot more guys are getting, you know, minutes on this team, which I think has really boosted some confidence on some of these guys who haven't seen the court a lot this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're at home, see? We always shoot the ball well at home. Come on, well, like baby. you said, I agree. Come on, like, baby. If, if, if Come on. If we're going to be that team that's not going to dive on these loose balls, like Miller caught, man, my God, I, he made some defensive dive on the ball play against Purdue. Like, I was, even I was shocked. Like, damn, man, that, that's like, that's big time hustle. I haven't seen that all year. So if we're going to be that team, yeah. there's no yeah, way, no man. I, I think we slap them in the face early and uh, we chalk it up to about a, I'm going to say an 11 point win. And you can quote me on that. Ooh, so I'm, I don't know what the Vegas spread is, but Derek likes the 11, so that's what we're going I like with, the man. Hoosiers um, and 11. <laughs> okay, okay. New bracketology just dropped an hour ago. Um, we're still number six. Got a chance to, you know, we, we we still got a chance to improve our seed. I don't know what you think. What you think we'll get at, you know, by the time this thing's done, bro? What you think we can we can climb up to? Man, you know what? If we take care of business right now, I think uh, – you know, I don't think – obviously, I think a five seed is right there. I think you're in – you know, I think you got to rattle off about three or four in a row, maybe get a couple in the Big Ten tournament to really get into that four seed. Uh, there's been a couple of brackets that have come out that, you right. know, we've got – I wouldn't necessarily say a cupcake, but we've got a, a decent chance for our first win, and then you play against Gonzaga. Um, obviously, in the bracket, you know, Purdue, right as it stands right now, Purdue is also um, on our side, so playing against them. But, you know, obviously, um, you know, I think it kind of goes without without saying like this is not something, you know, this is something that me and you talk about. This isn't something that, you know, our players need to look at and and just deem themselves a a five seed or a six seed. Like you got to still put together a great resume. And, you know, again, like if there's one thing you could say about what we're doing right now is we're doing it at home. So we still got to find a way to get Mm -hmm. a couple more road wins to really, you know, solidify, right. yes, we are a five seed and we're going to be playing this, or maybe we jump into the four seed. A lot of basketball right now is being played. There's a lot yeah, of maybe, upsets. A lot of basketball left. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot of basketball left. So, I mean, and just as quickly, we could drop. We could drop to an eight seed and play an eight nine, which is always a scary game. You know, the five twelve is always scary, a scary Because you're going to get that number one. You're going to get that number one seed the next weekend. Nobody wants that. Right. Exactly. So, I mean, uh, right now for our guys, man, it's just put your head down and do exactly what you've been doing. Buy in defensively, bring that. And honestly, I think defensive, you bring your defense and Trace keeps being Trace and Jalen's doing what Jalen's doing. Um, It'd be tough to, to, Mm -hmm. I don't know, man, it'd be tough to to say this team loses another three or four games. I, I just don't see it. I don't see it. We got a lot of home games right. left. We've played teams. You well, know, we've got Illinois at home. Michigan on the road is going to be a tough one. Um, but you know, they're, they're a team that you can get to, well, so you can put we're another. To, we're going to Ann Arbor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you can get these road wins, and, and I think we're very capable, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something that, uh, you know, we need to put on our resume. But, uh, again, man, it, it's one game at a time, and, and – um, at the end of the day, you got to be worried about Rutgers tonight. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. It's one game at a time. We can we can touch a little bit on the um, going to Ann Arbor. Obviously, you know, 
that's a tough place to play. We won the Big Ten title in there. Still was a tough place to play. Uh, sure. They got, you know, some guys, Hunter Dickinson, um, playing at an extremely high level. Jed Howard playing at an extremely high level. Um, you know, a capable team will be tough for us going in there. What you think about that? Yeah, man, I think anytime you look at the Big Ten and you look at you're on the road and it's a home game for the opposing team, you're never, ever allowed to take the foot off the gas. You're never, ever allowed to say this is going to be an easy win. Uh, look what Minnesota mm-hmm. did, uh, you know, down two players, two starters, and we were on the road. You know, right. we barely squeak mm-hmm. out of there. And like you said, I mean, obviously the Michigan record doesn't really show how good the Michigan team really is. Uh, no, it does they not. are a good no, team. It does not. They are a good team, right. and and they're able to pop dudes. And uh, you know, Trace and Dickinson got a little history on other boys. Uh, they get on a couple podcasts together mm-hmm. and talked. And and Howard's playing at a high level, um, so that's not going to be. You know, they're going to no, want no. to get an Indiana win under their belt. That's for sure. So uh, I don't think we're we're dealing with a Michigan yeah. team that's really casted in, and and we'll see you next year. Um, I think they still got. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, a good chance. I mean, listen, if, if Michigan historically has been really, really good in the Big Ten tournament, obviously last year we got them in a great win. But, um, you know, this team is is scary to play. They're scary to play in, in late February, early no March. Doubt. And no the doubt. Big Ten tournament, I mean, they still got really, really good pieces around them to go far in the Big Ten tournament. And if they win that, they're in. So, um, you know, you cannot take your foot off the gas one bit here. i I, I hate to say it. I'm sorry. We're not in some of these conferences. In the Big Ten, you got to bring it every single night. And if you don't, you're going to have a really bad loss on your schedule. No doubt. No doubt. That's what scared me about uh, Michigan a little bit, just because I know they're fighting. You know how teams come out, bro. When they're hungry for, for a seed, uh, man, they're going to fight. And I know they're going to come out and fight us. They're going to play well. We just got to be ready which I think we'll be ready. You know, win or, win or lose against Rutgers, we'll be, which I know we're not losing, but we'll be ready to, we'll be ready for, to play Michigan, no doubt about it. Um, we're going to move on a little bit, Derek. What you thought about, what's the, what's the word on campus? Uh, you went down there. Ooh-wee. Um Any, 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 any word on X? I'm just going to ask you, this is just me asking. Any, you hear, you this hear is you? Okay. X? Obviously, I see him. I see him on the bench, uh, no boot on. That means good. Uh, you know, obviously that means yeah. he's progressing. Um, did yeah. you hear anything while you were down there? Uh, you know, I'm here in, I'm here in mid-February. Um, but I'm okay. also I'm, – I'm worried about that. See, I, I mean, I don't know how you feel. Um, I wouldn't necessarily deem X a Victor Oladipo type of player. Um, if Vic mm-hmm. were to have ever gone down mm-hmm. and he was healthy and ready to go, absolutely you throw him back in the lineup. Um with X taking the, mm-hmm. the, the amount of time off that he's had, you got to worry about his conditioning. Uh, right. You know, I see all the posts on Twitter and Instagram about him working out, but uh, you know, how much of that is, is a hundred percent. So, you know, are you willing to risk throwing him back in the lineup the way Jalen's playing right now? Or do you give him a couple minutes to come off the bench and see what he can do for you? Um, I don't know. I, I mean, for me being Jalen, uh, does that mess with my psyche a little bit? Does that does that put me off the ball now and and uh, I don't get to make the plays that I've, I'm I'm making on a consistent basis right now? Um, I don't know. It's it. I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. I just don't know what it does to this team internally when you've got another guy bringing up the ball and it kind of you know sends somebody else to the bench and you know because you're assuming now. That means Trey Galloway to the bench, which I don't mind him coming off, but we just got a good thing going mm-hmm. right now. So it, it, the question is, do you right. disrupt that because he's healthy? I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a good question, bro. I think we, I think we slowly implement him back in. Um, you know, spot minutes here and there. Um, yeah, kind of like what we did with race. You know, obviously Geronimo went down a little bit with the calf strain for the last three games, so race. Race has kind of, you know, had to step it up. But I think, you know, just him yeah. being there, him being in uniform, him being a voice uh, will, will help us. You know what I'm saying? As long as I don't, I don't yeah. I think X is to the point now where he wants to win. As long as he don't come in, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't think he's going to come in and be on. No, I'm trying to get everything that I lost because you'll never you'll never be able to get that. Um, right. I think the staff will do a great job. You know, uh, Mike, he's like, like I said, Coach Woody, he's from the uh, NBA 
you know, guys go down, guys come back in, they get right back in the lineup. So I think he'll do, he'll have a good job at, you know, he'll do a good job at when it's, when it's time to really, you know, put him back in and stuff like that. But I'm, I'm with you, bro. We are rolling right now. That's scary. Yeah. Um, you don't want to mess up any camaraderie that these guys have built any, any, anything that these guys have built. You know what I'm saying? And we, we playing well yeah, right now. There's no but doubt. I do want to see the, I do as a, as, as a former player, I do want to see the kid get back out there and play. You know what I'm saying? That's, yeah, it's there's no doubt dream, about that. Obviously to play on a big stage and we're finna go to the tournament. I would love to see him, you know, get his opportunity again. I think it'll come back around. This basketball thing, bro, one thing about it, one thing I know is all your opportunity is going to always come back around, you know? Yep. You just got to be ready yep. for it. That's exactly right. That's the key word, man. You got to be okay, ready. Okay, so and we're going to talk about, we're going to, no doubt, we're going to move forward a little bit, bro. Uh, obviously, this is a topic that everybody talks about on Twitter. Rushing the court. You was there. We did it last game. What's your thoughts? Talk to me. <laughs> Listen, I've seen this. I've heard this. I've seen <laughs> multiple angles on this. Rushing the court. Rushing the court from Indiana perspective, I think, um, you know, I'm not – see, I was there when they, they were rushing the court. Yep. I was in a position where, you know, I was like pinned up against – you know, I had people falling down, so I was gripping on to the – railing making sure nobody rolled up under me um yeah i mean listen you know there's alcohol in assembly hall there's alcohol in assembly hall right. these guys have been waiting for this game for the last week just like the players have they're in there they're rowdy i mean shit see we got which purdue got homered here and i'll be the first one to say it but we got two warnings with fans throwing a bagel and then i don't know what else it was that they threw onto the court but <laughs> They're throwing stuff on the court because they're just in, they're just invested as you know a, a fan or the player or you know someone who's not up mm -hmm. in the student section, whatever the case may be. But so when you beat the number one team and it's Indiana Purdue, you know I really don't mind it just because like I like I just I understand it. Like you're so excited, we knocked off the number one team. Uh, like. It's, it's just fun. It's fun. Now, you know, I think your point and to the flip side of this, it's like teams that usually rush the court mean that you're having a terrible season. And it's a little embarrassing that we did that. And I've seen articles that, right. you know, blue blood schools shouldn't rush the court. But I mean, man, it's right. it's it's Indiana Purdue. And, uh, you know, they were the number one team in the nation. And, you know, everybody and their mother was talking about how Purdue was going to beat us by double digits. And. It just wasn't the case. So, you know what, man, as a, as a college student who's drinking up in the stands and having a good time, you win. I mean, I was out there. I took some pictures. I had Parker with me taking pictures with the fans behind us. So, I loved it. I mean, <laughs> that's just me, yeah. I guess. But a little got, embarrassing got, at, at, at some point, but it was fun. Yeah. I got mixed – I got a little mixed, you know, emotions with it. Obviously – you know, rushing the court, it ain't really like it used to be. I think it's, you know, it's just fun for college students. Um, yeah. Them kids yeah. want to be on the floor, bro. Like, like it's no, it's nothing more fun than, you know, getting down on assembly hall. Like, people come all around the world just to get on this court. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and to have a chance to get on it after a win, that's what I think kids are doing. You know, I don't think it's more necessarily, you know, a lot of people talking about their blue blood program, uh, they should win. I was arguing with one of my friends. He's a Kentucky fan on Twitter. Uh, you know, blue blood program shouldn't do this, do this and that. Man, we got young yeah. students at our game, bro. We got college students. Yeah, it's I not know. Kentucky yeah. where you have 90-year-olds, old people right. in the stands right. that's worried about getting rolled on. You know what I'm saying? These are kids, bro. That's <laughs> what they're going to do. You know what I'm saying? Our, our fan yeah. base are kids, bro. They're students. They go. They should be able to allow to, you know, have fun. Like you said, it's the number one team in the country. I got no problem with that. You know, obviously, I, I feel like I don't think we should do it if it's just, you know, a regular game. You know, obviously, we right. did it when I won. Right. We was in dramatic fashion. We were unranked. It was the number one team. You know, anytime it's like that, I don't feel like it's no problem because I don't think it's like – I don't think it's looked at as like it was. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, no. Back it, in the day, I, I I agree. Like, you know, blue blood probably wasn't rushing the court, but it's not like that anymore. Right. right. But to your point, see, we like, got the internet, bro. If you're good, kids want to show that. If, 
Exactly. They, everybody's about that, which, you know, uh, you hate to think that that's what it's all about. Obviously, you want it to be pure joy to rush the court. Uh, but to your point, man, if you're going to do it, you got to mm-hmm. do it. And, you know, I, I see exactly mm-hmm. your point and I get it. Like when you hit the shot, which if the fans didn't know, it was supposed to be me to hit the shot. I was supposed to sub in, but got called back. I would have hit it, too. So yeah. we'll talk about okay. that another day. Okay. Well, that's a, <laughs> but yeah. it, when you yeah, hit been that shot, that. see, it by, was By like, the way, you've been saying that for 10 years now. You've been saying that for 10 years. I have been. I, I, and I'll tell Parker the same thing. <laughs> Whenever she comes across that highlight, I'll say, that was supposed to be your dad. <laughs> but when you did it, see, it was like, it, it was just an unconscious, like, people didn't know what just happened to, to, at, at the game, they didn't know what just happened or was about to happen to the program. And it was right. just a flood. And and you can go online, you can go to Google, whatever, Google Images, whatever you've got to do, YouTube. It, it's just a, a madhouse in there. And it, it, it was almost like there was like three or four people on top of each other just to say that they were on that floor that night. People were ripping out seats and it was just a program changing shot for us. And and we ended up having the, the next two oh, years no. that we had. But with this one, you're right. I, I felt like kids were on the court and it was a, a decent crowd. And then it was just like, hey, I, I got on the court and I just got off. So it, it, when you look at it from right. that point of view, it's like, well, if you're going to enjoy it, enjoy it. Don't just do it to say you did it. Because there were times yeah. when I saw kids rushing the court, they would just get out there and then get on their phone and get back. So, I mean, I guess that yeah, could be the bad look about. for us. Hey, but yeah, they're just out yeah. there having fun, and and you know Purdue fans That's will say awesome. they would never do that. But if we were number, if we went in there, see, and we were number one, and they beat us, you bet your ass they'd have done the same thing. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. That's all. That's all it is, bro. Kids just want to have fun, man. Kids want to create memories. Kids want to get on their phone. Want to go live. That's right. Wanna, you know. That's so, right. So it's so on Instagram, go on TikTok. Everybody wants to do it, bro. Now it ain't. It's totally different. We're in a totally. Different, people got to grow with the time, bro. You can't be no dinosaur. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's totally different now, <laughs> bro. Everything is social media driven. Everything, bro. That's just the way it is now. So. Yeah, that's it. And, and, and also, if you're if you're if you're keeping track of that game, you know, mm-hmm. Indiana picked up two wins against Purdue. Shout out to the managers, man. This is like a big deal. See where the managers oh, yeah. get out Come there on. and they play against certain they play against their team and the managers go against each other. And man, our managers were able to get it done. I think the score was 77 59. What's so funny about that? No, 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 no. No, no, that, that, uh-huh. that's not the score, Derek. That's not the score. We beat Purdue on a buzzer beater in the oh, fucking no. manager game. Come on, bro. Talk to me. We? Yes. Buzzer beater. 64-62. Oh, my goodness. Well, that's that makes it even better then. But it, what's funny to me, it, you it, know what I'm saying. these managers, man, and, and these managers, they do so much for this program. I don't think people understand the day in the life of a manager – I mean, you have to be up whether you're a manager who is, you know, capable of cutting film. You got to be there early with one of the assistants. Then you got to do the dirty work, laundry. You got to make sure it's given to players. You got to stay out after when it's two o'clock in the morning and you come home from a away game. Managers that didn't travel are there waiting for the buses to come back so they can unpack everything and put it away. And they just do so much for the program that, like, you love to see them just like get a little bit of fun and play against the opposing team before the game. And, you know, for us to go out there and uh, get the dub, it, it, it's funny. If you follow the uh, Instagram, Indiana men's basketball Instagram nowadays, you know, it's kind of like the NBA, right? Trendon's out there wearing mm-hmm. God knows what type of Travis Scott shoes he's got on and, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, whatever that, whatever his ACDC shirt. Shout out to T-Watt having his best game of the, of the uh, year a couple of days ago. But – yeah, they they make out, it like a photo out. shoot and shout out, shout out. And so, you know, I saw Trace and, and Trey Galloway come in and they got their little pictures posted up there. It's I've what, seen that. It's funny because now, seen now the managers are doing it and the managers are having photo shoots. And I just saw a post that said, you know, these three managers are leading with 16 points a game, 13.3. And it's just, I don't know, man. It's just, 
it's just a way to keep these guys involved. And, and I know there's still a couple of them that are around when I was still there on staff. So to see those guys out there having fun and, and, you know, enjoying being a part of the program, the best of their abilities, because, you know, like, I mean, see, you know, I mean, the managers, when coach cream was around, they would, they would run 22s if they messed up. They're just a part of practice as anybody else is. So uh, it's fun to see them smile and have a good time and and get the win. It's, It's big time. Bro, people don't understand the job that these managers do, bro. They're way more valuable than some of the players, bro. I'm telling you, like, our managers, the work that they put in, bro, the work that they put in, like, like from behind the scenes is crazy, man. So shout out to the managers always. Um, I know some of our managers that was, you know, former managers when we played have gone on to have GM jobs, have gone on to sit on the front, the front end of benches in the NBA. Um, shout out Brandon Yu, shout out, you know what I'm saying, Santa, yeah. shout out. Yeah. Um, um, who else? Who else? Uh, I can't remember, bro. But we got a lot of we got a lot of managers that's in the game right now, um, in at the next level. And man, that's just a, a tribute to their hard work, bro. Because they would they they really be on call at any time, any given moment. They really yep. put the work in. They really deserve everything that they get. That's no doubt, no doubt, man. No doubt. So I think that concludes our episode, bro. This, I'm, I'm not sure what episode this is, man, but shout out to all our fans. Derek said a lot of people was coming up, talking to him about it um, at the games and stuff like that. So shout out to you guys, man. You guys go follow us on all yeah. platforms, CY205 on Twitter and Instagram. Say your handle, Derek. Diesel32 on Twitter and Instagram. And and uh, we appreciate you guys listening and tuning in. And, and uh, we'll be back together asking some you know you guys want to shoot us some questions out on twitter on instagram uh you want to hear something that uh, we haven't really hit on so far in the year please reach Mm -hmm. out to us uh ball from assembly hall baby beyond the big 10 is a network of podcasts that aims to be your go-to resource for all things big 10 we cover the entire conference with shows hosted by ex-players and athletic alumni aiming to be your go-to source of information and entertainment for your favorite team Hosted by ex-Big Ten players, media, and insiders, our podcasts are focused on giving diehard fans and those alums an inside scoop about the teams and people that make the Big Ten Conference one of the most watched and most talked about conferences in sports. We're excited to talk Big Ten basketball with you wherever you may be. Subscribe now.